Blog Talk Radio. Uh, 
versus Elias and McIntyre in an elimination cha- or elimination chamber elimination tag team match. So there's a lot of elimination matches. Um, McIntyre and Elias defeat the Miz and Truth by pinfall. It was kind of a back and forth match, by the way. Shane interfered. Big shocker there. Okay, so Kofi Kingston and Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in a two out of three falls match. Okay, so Paul Heyman was seen watching backstage. Match was kind of a snooze. That was the main event. Okay, so they're they're putting shit together in WWE. So you got to give them credit from the main roster for trying, right? C is for cookie, right? Let's put this down here. I'm just gonna start eating. Uh, actually, no, that's kind of rude. That's kind of rude, crass behavior on air. But I'm gonna do it anyways. Um, I am severely hungry. You can tell with the lid coming off the cap, just like a SmackDown Live, the cap things off. This is a show that reports anything and everything professional wrestling, not just WWE. And we all have noticed that things are going a mile a minute now because they, they collective minds in WWE, realize we have competition. And if you don't think they took notice, the 15 minutes it took AEW to sell out their event – at the Sears Center in Illinois, by the way, which is, I'm going to mention this, Chicago, hometown of former WWE superstar CM Punk, former Ring of Honor standout, and current MMA, um, well, not standout, but current MMA roster, whatever, wherever he resides, I think he ought to come back to professional wrestling, in my humble opinion, but I'm getting sidetracked here on Off the Rails Uncensored. Which, by the way, is making its comeback because, like I said, I'm not going to mention how many times it's been mentioned on Monday Night Raw, which thing is trademarked, whatever, and I'm not going through the hoops to uh, fight a certain company because that will take forever. Anyhow, again, I get sidetracked. Let's get back on track, shall we? This professional wrestling report. Okay, so NXT. Started off with Undisputed Era blabbing on about how they are going to be the envy of all the locker room. Adam Cole said it. You wish you could be us, but, you know, we're going to be draped in gold. Well, they lay down the challenge for anyone, everyone. Out comes Velveteen. Puts his two cents in. Out comes Matt Riddle. Puts his two cents in about the whole matter. And then out comes Tyler Breeze, one of the founding fathers helping founding fathers of the original NXT when it first branded in 2013 and actually 2014, my bad. We're going to pause 10 seconds for station identification right here on Off the Rails Uncensored Wednesday version. Stand by. Tainora Kanchi and Zia Lee, the first ever Chinese competitor in WWE history. There's a lot of brutal kicks between those two. And Tainora Kanchi is a certified black belt. And some of you are asking why the, all of a sudden the NXT report through Instagram. That's Wrestle underscore radio on Instagram. Be sure to follow be sure to follow and be sure to message us because because it's worth your while because I've got opinions. You know, just like everyone has the saying opinion our opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one. Okay. Here's my thing. Tonight's NXT Everyone's bitching, oh, they promo. Well, <clears throat> it's never a dull moment when there's Undisputed Era 
starting out the night, right? So you had Adam Cole basically laying down the groundwork. And they showed a highlight reel of Mia Yim and how dominant she's become, you know, in the women's division in NXT. And the main event was a three-on-three match. Roderick Strong did hit Velveteen from behind. And he's making their emphasis, or Adam Cole, he's uh, he's adding to Adam Cole's emphasis of we're going to be draped in gold in 2019. It did take a while. It's, you know, halfway through the year in June. And, by the way, happy birthday, Jules, to my sister. Random, just throwing random out there. Anyway, so back to the show. It was very interesting, to say the least. Tyler Breeze should have, you know, taken advantage towards the end where he was about to do a dive on the outside. No dive. Instead, uh, Undisputed Era took advantage of the fact that there was a miscue between Tyler Breeze and Velveteen. So, you know, good story to be told. And then I flipped on to, or, of course, there's a bunch of advertisements, you know, WWE, right? On the network, $9.99 a month. After your first month free, cheap advertisement. Segway into NXT UK. Now, Nigel was not there with Vic Joseph this week, but there's a lot of interesting things going on in NXT UK. And for those of you who do not watch NXT UK, shame. Shame on you. And for those who say there's no story, there's no lying interest, whatever. Anyways... So NXT UK has a new faction Upon faction Upon faction It's not a bad thing When the faction keeps you entertained Intrigued and Well enthralled Interested Whatever you want to call it What faction am I talking about? Imperium Which means power They are the new head honchos in charge Because well British Strong Style With Pete Dunne Trent Seven And Tyler Bate The founding fathers As Nigel put it Of NXT UK Or as Vic put it My bad um, they have beef with Pete Dunne. Pete Dunne could have won the championship, but how Imperium started? Marcel Bartel, Fabian Eichner came to the aid of Walter. No one knew that was going down, right? So you have automatic intrigue to the story. Okay, what's going to happen next? So in the following weeks, Alexander Wolf, formerly of Sanity, who was looking for a home, found a home. And he found it in NXT UK. Although the promos are a bit long-winded, I don't know why they're trying this method in NXT, but it, it works in a sense to explain the story, I guess. Travis Banks, you know, he put himself in a tournament to, you know, face off with Walter next week. So the Kiwi buzzsaw laid down the challenge. Therefore, he will face Walter next week. And in two weeks... Tyler Pate and Trent Seven will face off the Grizzled Young Veterans. Um, Liverpool's number one. Zach Gibson, if you see Zach Gibson, take your shoes off. I'm sorry, natural force of habit. Um, tag team, NXT UK Tag Team Championships will be on the line. So keep notice, you know, a lot of factions in there, okay. Gallus bores me to tears, but you know, Wolfgang and Joe Coffey, Mark Coffey, whoop-de-doo, they were put together, slopped together like a sloppy Joe. It works. That's what I mean by a lot of fa- faction upon faction upon faction type thing. You gotta understand, it's kind of hard to keep up with these things. Sometimes. Sometimes it is. Okay. Ah, uh, yes. The over-the-top Battle Royal Challenge for the NXT Women's Division featured Jenny Piper Niven. Not looking at notes, folks. I'm just trying to go off memory. Kaylee Ray, Kelly. Let's see here. Jenny, Jazzy Gabbert, Piper Niven, Rhea Ripley. But I had Brookside King, an eyelash short away from, you know, being getting a future chance at Tony Storm. But I guess Nina Samuels has that shot, right, at two weeks, you know, from now on the NXT, second NXT UK takeover, which I'm excited for. I'm also excited to know that in August, 
on a side note from NXT. Sorry, folks, I had to take a side breather here. That battle royal was the main event, and Kaylee Ray had never been eliminated. Well, she eliminated Brookside. You got to take your right for the picking if you don't turn around in battle royals. And by Brookside, you know, she's crying on the outside. I feel for her. But it was a good NXT UK outing. Oh, Cassius Ono beat Kenny Williams. Woo. It's almost to the point where, you know, Cassius Ono's got somewhat of a meaningful career in NXT UK, and he's maybe got a new fresh start there. Who knows? Okay, what's the first question on here? On Instagram. Okay. Who do I think will win the war of ratings? There's no way to tell ratings unless you see how many people are tuned into NXT Network or WWE Network. Well, I don't know, my friend. I'm not one to keep tabs unless, oh, yes, I am. Unless it, I have a valid point or valid argument. So far, Monday Night Raw and SmackDown Live did improve. There was. Some bumps in the road here and there, but there were less promos. Thank you. There's more action. Yay! Don't know quite what that means yet for the rest of the world in professional wrestling, but I do know that the one saving grace, still the dark horse of WWE, is WWE NXT and also NXT UK. Because you have ample amount of talent and you have a lot of stories to be told. And isn't that what professional wrestling is to do for fans? As long as you, the wrestler, tells a story for fan A to fan Z, no matter how many fucking criticisms you hear, including from yours truly, I believe that we are at a point in wrestling where history is being made, no matter, you know, even if it's. Joe Blow promotion out in Kansas, um, Joe Schmo promotion out in California, whatever the promotion may be, they're telling a story, whatever that story may be. I don't know if it's consistent. Sometimes the stories that are being told to us through NXT, SmackDown Live, WWE Raw, they're all different. AEW even tells a fucking different story. And let me tell you, Sometimes it's hard to keep up with all this wrestling. Sometimes it's not so hard because there's a consistent story being told to us directly through the promoter or the writer, whoever's putting this shit together. And pause 10 seconds again for station identification right here on Off the Rails, Uncensored, brother. Wrestling Revolver, you should, because one hell of a show run by Sammy Callahan, and also with the assistance of J.T. Davidson, a phenomenal manager, phenomenal worker. <clears throat> All right, now, for those who... I'm tired of the music being played. I'm trying to eat, and I don't want to chomp on air loud enough for you to hear my chewing noise. I don't know about those of you who have misophonia, but that would get on my nerves, so I decided to be nice. Anyways, continuing my blabbing, which does have a point. Professional wrestling now is not at a crossroad. It's not in a tizzy. It's just professional wrestling, folks. Let's get it straight. 
it's much more of how the fan can sit there and be like, oh, I can dissect this. So that was a botch. That was a botch. This is a botch. That type of fan is welcomed. You know why? Because there are other those that say this is a botch. That was a Please don't. This is professional wrestling, and right now we're witnessing history. Whether you say NXT is spot, 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 you know, it, it was a super indie showing, like maybe this is what we see on the independents, just on the bigger screen now in NXT and NXT UK. Well, let me tell you, from the experience of watching NXT UK in Brooklyn, Walter versus Pete Dunn, so technically that does count, and also seeing the event, you know, Worlds Collide, Ed Barclay Center was very interesting. Uh, seeing Nikki Cross, Tony Storm, Bianca Belair. Like I said, history is being made in professional wrestling. How? Another company is using TNT as a fulcrum, that company being AEW. And, folks, I've only been on the air for 22 minutes. I know I'm taking a lot of breaks here and there, but I'm going to tell you right now. Pay special close attention to your screens in the fall. You may want to, because if you don't, you're going to miss a lot. And for those who don't watch wrestling, eh, you know, each one has their preference of watching their favorite TV show, whatever that may be. I don't care. I watch wrestling for an escape, and right now that escape is being satisfied because after several bitchings probably from a lot of people and after people telling higher-ups, you've got to change your product in the way it is presented to people. By changing product, does that mean cower down to every single fan request there is? No. Does that mean suggesting and suggesting in a friendly but yet critical, friendly suggesting way. In other words, saying the phrase, change your shit, is that, you know, too suggestive, too forceful? No, it needed to happen. What, I'm ref- what I am referring to is, look at what NXT has done since 2013. Sure, Sami Zayn, Samoa Joe, Cesaro, and all of them are not there anymore, but They've graduated up. Some have won championships. Some have taken a while to win a championship. They still have made a, you know, an impact, if you will, in the world of professional wrestling. Now, granted, yes, AEW is coming, and yes, some people will jump ship. Actually, a lot of people have, as you can tell, seventy-two thousand people. You know, crowded outside for an 11,000 seat event. This thing is sold out at AEW. I'll go backwards. WWE changed up their stuff, but they still managed to lose viewers. And, you know, they were at 2.2 million. I read this in a report. It was cited by more than one source CBS Sports, ESPN, Garrowick.net. Ringside News, all the fucking Smart Mark websites basically have reported WWE losing ratings. We've heard this story a million times, but yet, I'll admit, I watched some of it. It's hard to get through Monday Night Raw. Not really. I mean, at least they had action in the first hour. At least there wasn't promo after promo after promo after promo. It was Elias in the ring this week. Of course, you know, New Day... They decided to do a promo To start off Smackdown Live Sometimes it's hit and miss With WWE but To say that they're trying to sell out tickets To their event in Tacoma, Washington Come on I mean, And you look at the side notes of what AEW Is doing slowly but surely And they are making They are giving people the idea In their own heads We're here We're wrestling We're not a walking, talking promo that travels from city to city. 
which is what most have said is one of the actually fairly one of the many reasons why WWE they have just some fans have decided to tune out. Now, for the rest of the remainder of the night, since you know normally Granny Holster comes on the show and she, you know, gives her input about what she likes and dislikes. I'm going to do so during off the rails and since, which I have yet, you know, I've been doing, but not on a consistent basis. Well, somebody ignited that fire or reignited that flame. And um, I'm going to do, you know, the world of favor and just focus on what I have to say about what's going on in the world of professional wrestling. So without further ado, folks, let's get this controversial party started. If I say anything that offends you, please turn my show off. If you have children, please do not put it on speaker. That is dumb. Most of the shit that I say will already include explicit language, language not suitable for children, TV 14 mature fucking audience. See, I'm already dropping F-bombs, so monkeys in the truck, hit my fucking music. Do it, dig it. themselves as a separate brand in the main roster, it's because you're still fresh, you're still wanting to be, you know, you're still hungry, you're still fighting for something you believe in, your character's still fresh, you're still in development, you're learning, you're growing, you're hungry, like I was 20 minutes ago. All jokes aside, look at NXT. They're still carrying on without, I would say, Ricochet's name, but a lot of controversy comes with it. You know, sticking your finger in your butthole. Okay, I had to. I had to because this is off the rails uncensored, and I'm not going to let little news go. NXT without Ricochet, without Aleister Black, without Andrade Cienalos, God rest your aunt's soul, man. I am so sorry. Um... Without Charlotte Flair, without Bailey, without all the women and men that came before and are now graduates and alumni of NXT. Like, you can't deny that NXT and NXT UK are the same grace, and people shake their heads like, well, you see, we got color in this match. Please stop fucking using terms. Dude, if you're going to message me with wrestler terms, I. To him, a manager no better than to just, just saying, former manager, you listen. 
Tankus. There are certain codes we don't break in professional wrestling. Anyways, back to the subject of why NXT is still the dark horse for uh, WWE. You don't have very much room on the main roster for entertainment, now do we? Now do you? Um, So I just want to point out there's a lot of reasons. Let's start with the fact that when you go to NXT, you see very few promos. The promos do not last forever in a day because it's an hour showtime. Monday Night Raw is three hours long. SmackDown Live is two hours long, which is kind of the reverse effect of a lot of things. It's like NXT times two, except for Dare I say, NXT now has Tyler Breeze, and some of you are saying, well, AEW has Cody Rhodes, Hangman Page, Joey Danella. The list goes on. Jungle Boy. <coughs> Chris Jericho, anyone? Um, they've got Kenny Omega, Moxley, a recent addition. You wonder what's going on in the world of professional wrestling. And history speaking wise, NXT isn't going anywhere anytime soon. That is the main source of income for WWE. Main roster, yes, there is Becky Lynch. Yes, there is, you know, Mr. I stick my finger where the sun don't shine. I took a picture with you, ew. I'm dead serious. I do have a picture of myself and Ricochet like a total mark. I am, you know, after all, a mark. We all are. Like what people say, I'm not a mark, I'm a trainer. That is true. That is very true. Um, what I have left to tell you is, okay, yes, I have a lot to tell you. NXT, when it first was conceived in 2009, was not the ideal of professional wrestling. I'm not here to give you a history lesson. I'm just giving you facts. Boy, that was a joke. It started off as a game show, and nobody took it seriously. Then it got revamped. 2012, released in 2013, even better in 2014, when more big names started coming up, like Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, William Regal, Jushin Thunder Liger versus Tyler Breeze. I was there. I, I can tell you I've been to several takeovers. I have not yet been disappointed. Yeah, it's hard and difficult to watch Monday Night Raw without having a spasm sometimes. By spasm is, what the fuck? Why did you do this? Why are they talking too long? By why are they talking too long? I'm referring to, why would you have a 45-minute fucking segment? They stopped that. Believe me, believe it or not, it took three, four weeks to get a good Monday Night Raw. Because if you keep insisting upon certain things on the main roster, you're not really going to gain an audience. And by gaining an audience, you have to complete or completely do something new. Do not drag things out. Like McIntyre versus Roman Reigns for the umpteenth time. They don't have anybody else, so they say. You could do an invasion angle again through NXT, but it's already been done by the Nexus, and the only remaining members are, well, Heath Slater, Daniel Bryan, uh, well, Justin Gabriel is no longer there. Uh, what I'm getting at, folks, is NXT is by far the only saving grace, despite what most of you say, or some of you say, about NXT and how it's very indie, you know, spotty, spotty type wrestling. Or super indie, my bad. What super indie is those guys who say the same things. You know, like, oh, well, that was that was very, there needed to be a story told. <clears throat> you just said the magic word. There needs to be a story that is told to the fans by the wrestlers and your work put in while you're in the ring. <clears throat> I, in particular, as long as you tell me a story and you don't pussyfoot around, I'm good. I'm good to go. But if you, if you watch what's going on lately in the world of professional wrestling, New Japan, like, some fans complained about Jericho and Kushida, or Jericho and Fujiko Okada. 
I didn't think it was a terrible match, and some say it could have gone further. But if you look around, folks, there's a lot of wrestling to watch. Ring of Honor, Dragon Gate. Um, there's just a lot of choices. And you guys have to, you don't have to be open. Some people, some fans are like, well, I only watch WWE. Expand your horizons. Watch some NXT, Granny Holster. So, and you might be pleasantly surprised that in an hour, we are given the world of greatness. We are given entertainment. Isn't that what the E stands for uh, after World Wrestling? Because Federation used to be a thing. So why is NXT special? Why? What makes NXT great? And why are they the dark horse of WWE? Because they now have two divisions, NXT, NXT UK. Some people wrestle on 205 Live, and that bores people to fucking tears, but I won't touch on that. I, the division and 205 Live, it gives people who have, you know, certain career paths hope. But other than that, it's kind of the, um, the kids, as Jack Gallagher said, it's like being the kid at the end of the table just picking up the scraps. And yes, he did say that, but then was later retracted. Long story short, I'm not here to quote quotes. I'm here to state facts. NXT, whether you love them or hate the brand black and gold or the red and and gold and black or just whatever the colors of NXT UK is, the point is those two brands are what's helping WWE in general keep some fans interested. Now, by some of the fans, I don't mean by any stretch of the means that NXT, you know, is going to eventually just crumble. I mean, that would happen if Undisputed went up to Maine and just completely separated. That would, Adam Cole would be the only person, I think, in my opinion, that could flourish outside of Velveteen Dream and various others. But, you know, that's just me. You have a lot of new and rising stars in NXT UK. You have Jazzy Gabbert. You have Tony Storm. You have Ginny. And then, you know, I am impartial because I love the women's divisions. Okay? I love me a good old-fashioned cat fight. Not with the bra and panties. But women's division fights that actually mean something in the world of professional wrestling. Now, we know that AEW is going to be airing on TNT, a network that once housed, well, AEW, and, or once WCW, my bad. Um, <laughs> God, I hate this feature on Facebook, but you know what am I now? Um... Okay, so <clears throat> as I was saying, what makes NXT the dark horse of w- of WWE entirely? Hmm. The fact that again, they don't talk much, but when they do, it's to make a valid point, and their points are made within two to three minutes. It's not stand there with a boombox and use the tron, you know, the effects from the back. They have surround speakers, you know, up in the air, suspended about 60 to 70 feet in midair, with Lesnar dancing around. You don't make a point to crowd if you do a promo that takes forever in a day. I'm sorry, but, like, that's not the complete focal point. Sometimes you have to wait a few weeks for Maine to get their heads out of their asses as far as, you know, the direction and creative flow. Some people say, well, I really like the direction it went because blah, 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 blah. You know, tomatoes, tomatoes. Let's just call it like it is. When you're running low on options in the women's division, sometimes you just have to call upon this list. Or Lacey Evans. I didn't make I just, I'm sorry. I... I have to create a song to make this work because, well, 
when comparing Monday Night Raw to NXT, obviously those guys are making more money, they're traveling more, they're getting their feet wet in this business. No, these people have been doing it. Some of, okay, some people have been doing this for a very long time. Uh, by long time, I'm talking about Cesaro, Zane, Owens, Samoa Joe, who was in the same league as CM Punk, Hangman Page, Joey Janela, Kenny Omega, AJ Styles, which would have been a great, great match. By the way, <clears throat> I, I just have to say, you know, it's it's amazing to me how many people are hating. On NXT. Oh, I shouldn't say amazing. It's not shocking. Because, you know, it used to be, there used to be stories, there used to be legit feuds. Oh, the, the, the stories made us want to tune back in. You know, like, I can't get behind, you know, this person, that person. For me, like I said, the reason why I believe NXT is a dark horse is because they're not on network television. They are on a network. They are literally putting themselves at risk of losing interest. You know, people may unsubscribe because they're like, we don't understand what NXT is. We don't understand their message. We'll give it a chance. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> even if you have a day job or a night job, the network is 24-7, which means you can watch NXT all the 25 takeovers. And I would suggest... If you want to speed through stories, go ahead and do that. But I would go back and watch from the very beginning of when the black and gold brand started to what it e- what it has evolved into the new branch, uh, NXT UK. When you're in the middle of a wrestling war, it's important that you put your best piece forward on the chess metaphorical chessboard here because <clears throat> with names like Matt Riddle, Cassius Ono, um, Pete Dunn, Trent Seven, Tyler Bate, Adam Cole, Roderick Strong, Tyler O'Reilly, Alexander Wolf, Rhea Ripley, Tony Storm, Zaya Brookside, Jenny, Nina Samuels, the list goes on. And for NXT UK to be doing shows abroad is pretty awesome. Now, who knows? They might steal some people's ideas of, oh, NXT Japan. That would actually, oh, my God, that would be so cool. That would be amazing if they had NXT Japan because, look, all the superstars are – have come and have spawned from MPJW like Shinsuke Nakamura, Asuka, Kushida. I mean, this list goes on and on, and it does not, like I said, NXT alumni, oh, Io Shirai, or not Io Shirai, uh, Kairi Sane, who is now Asuka's tag team partner. Names are not the only reason why NXT is a dark horse. It's because you see a lot of people say, when I wear my NXT hat, people stop and some people who are wrestling fans will stop and say, that's a good brand. And it happened at Sam's Club, by the way. (laughs) Just total random fact there. Um, NXT is one of those brain children children of uh, Hunter that... You sit there and stop and say to yourself, man, I'm glad he came up with this. I'm glad that he formulated this in his head, concocted this idea, and made it a widely known thing because you need to constantly adapt. You need to constantly evolve yourself to the point where people are trying to keep up with you. It's a very good thing. To always adapt your business. Because eventually Hunter will take over. And eventually AEW, you know, and WWE are going to be going head to head. So again, you put your best piece on the chessboard forward so that you can say either checkmate or you have a stalemate. 
man, it takes forever to move just one piece because chess is a game of strategy. Just like professional wrestling, there's a certain strategy, there's a certain formula that keeps the engine running, if you will. I believe NXT is that brand, and also NXT UK. Not so much Raw, not so much SmackDown Live, although they did make improvements. we got to give them credit for that. Even though there's no more Shawn Michaels running around or Triple H that often. There's no more Stone Cold. There's no more Jim Ross. There's there's no more, no more. We can go on and on. But the fact of the matter is you got to pay attention to what's in front of you and not what, you know, used to be. A lot of people will reference the Attitude Era as being the best era of professional wrestling. Yet AEW is already smashing records. To sell out an event in 15 minutes, you are automatically on radar because they're like, wow, they don't, they don't even, they're not even on cable. But this pay-per-view, folks, for AEW is free. So you have to keep in mind... <clears throat> WWE is keeping an eyeball on what they're doing is there are former writing talents such as Dean Malenko, Billy Gunn, uh, Arn Anderson, Dustin Rhodes, Chris Jericho. So basically the former staff at WWE. And Chris was very peaceful about when he was asked at AEW's press conference after uh, AEW All or Nothing in Vegas. He said, well, you, you know, I, you know, he goes, when you left WWE, why did you leave WWE? What was the reason? And he specifically said the Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho feud should have been at least the sub-main event or the main event. And when that was not the case and there were some disagreements, he left. He said, no disrespect, but I know if I come back, I know what my place will be. Obviously, they're not happy with Chris. They took him off the signature. That's besides the point. AEW is the group that people are just buzzing about. Look who showed up during the inaugural um, showing off of the AEW championship, Breath the Hitman Hart, who was both in WCW and WWE during the Monday Night Wars. The difference between WCW and AEW, AEW sold out events quicker than WCW. WCW was a flash in the pan. Why? It wasn't the lack of talent. It was the fact that all their good shows were on their live, you know, events like Monday Nitro. And if, you know, a lot of people say uh, Vince Russo had a lot to do with the demise, um, again, no. That's when they went from TNT to AOL. Ted Turner relinquished ownership. When you let wrestlers book shows, some, not all, will just book for themselves and put themselves in main events. And I don't, you know, I don't speak for all wrestlers, and I don't, you know, some of them are like, well, I do this, but mm-hmm. That's why WCW died, was because you let Nash, Hogan, Hall, Bischoff, and Russo, so I added Russo's name, you let them run the ship that wanted to, you know, eventually sink, or not wanted to, eventually sink, my bad. Let me rephrase my words. When you let wrestlers and some people who are greedy, greedy, run your shit, you're going to sink worse than the Titanic as a company. Okay? So, AEW versus WCW. Hmm. AEW does have the Rhodes factor, you know, Cody Rhodes, Dustin Rhodes. They also have great announcers. Look at okay, JR. What would be the ultimate slap in the face? Lillian Garcia, Justin Roberts. I mean, before before Mike Rome, before the person that has to uh, sing Shane McMahon's praises. For all that, William Garcia, Justin Roberts, enough said. <clears throat> so, Angel Fishes. NXT, whether you have watched them or not, you better consider watching them. Because they're out on DVD. Even though people would go by and go, I used to watch that shit when I was a kid. I don't watch it now. I hate, I hate that line. 
as a wrestling fan, but I'm used to it. You know, I have friends that are non-wrestling fans that said I I used to watch it. My dad used to make me watch it on TV, whatever the case may be. NXT, I'm going to engrave it in your brain. It's kind of like hypnosis. NXT, 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 NXT versus AE dubs. Imagine that. You want war? We got war. People were craving competition. We got competition. We, as in wrestling fans, are going to compete you know, compete against each other behind the comfort of our own phones. Because I, I'm just going to say it. I don't... No disrespect. Cult of kayfabe. No disrespect, LGBTQ wrestling fans. But when some of you run your mouths about how AEW is not a threat or WWE doesn't have shit, you're both wrong. Damn it, you are both wrong. NXT still has some arsenal behind it. AEW, of course, is the new hot thing, if you will. It's like, you know, a hot person walks by. You're not going to not pay attention to them. You're going to be like, whoa, look at that sexy thing. I don't know. I don't really have good you know, come on lines or pickup lines. But anyhow... Logistically speaking, I cannot draw how many viewership, how much viewership is through NXT because they do tape these things two weeks out in advance. For those of us who didn't know that, my bad. I didn't mean to spoil it for you, but I will say this: professional wrestling is getting a facelift, and already has been getting a facelift for quite some time. We've got a lot of flavors of ice cream to choose from when it comes to pro wrestling. I'm excited. You have NXT, NXT UK. You have, unfortunately, Raw and SmackDown Live, uh, which I don't really, whatever. <clears throat> I think that maybe if Raw or SmackDown Live was to go back to uh, some of the people like Bailey, who just belongs on NXT, she's proven her worth, you know, with winning a SmackDown Live championship. But at the same token, it's like, whatever, you know. I've got seven minutes left, so let me explain my... There are some people that just are like, oh, why did you go there? Well, when Sasha Banks left, Bailey kind of lost, lost some credibility, but not a lot. She's, you know, you need a baby face to compliment your heel. I think if I were doing it, I would have, this is my fantasy booking type thing, I would have picked Bailey to go one-on-one with uh, Lacey Evans, although Lacey Evans, much like Alexa Bliss has done in the past, with Bailey is put Bailey to shame, put Bailey in her place. I'm not a big Bailey fan because she just bores me to fucking tears when she talks. Boo, freaky hoo, whatever. Now, that's not one of the reasons why I don't, um, I'm not too keen on discussing Raw or SmackDown Live. It did improve. Um, it, it showed the world that hey, we can actually work. We can give fans a show. I'm pretty sure that when you watch guys like Matt Riddle, Velveteen Dream, Roderick Strong, Kyle O'Reilly, the guys I mentioned at the beginning of this show, when you watch those gentlemen wrestle in the ring, not just at takeovers, but on NXT programming in general, you're not going to be disappointed. So, in other words, NXT is not a disappointment. AEW is up and coming. It's got a lot of fresh faces, a lot of familiar faces, if you will. A lot of um, different talents, Nyla Jax or whatever. I made history becoming the first uh, transgendered person to wrestle in the women's division in AEW. Congrats. So I'm complimenting both sides, but also giving you the real about why I, I, I feel, in my humble opinion... There could be improvements on SmackDown Live and Monday Night Raw. Why? Where was this, you know, a few weeks ago? Why, you know, a lot of questions start rising as fans. Who Who's going to step up? Who's going to make it happen for main roster? Because, okay, you have Braun Strowman, who's a beast, you know, but in the same token, 
how much longer and will we see Bray Wyatt on on Monday Night Raw? A lot of people love Bray Wyatt, but I don't know why they're insistent on doing this incessant cock tease. You know, yowie, wowie. You have this demented joker slash clown where the tongue is all bloody and Bray Wyatt looks like a fucking mess. And it's just like, oh, okay, well, why do we tune in to Monday Night Raw? You know, it's seasonal. You have to build, 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 and then finally releasing. Is he going to come out at stomping ground and cost somebody a championship? Because if so, that would give it flavor. But I, I really honestly, I think it's sad when I I was at Monday Night Raw at Sprint Center, okay? And I saw people going up to the ticket office and, and getting tickets. That should not be a wrestling show. That should not be the circumstances. So you guys, you know, it all depends on how you sell your product is what I keep saying. If you sell your product as if you're trying to sell a bland, generic type of uh, mint candy, for example, and they're like, oh, well, this mint's the best. Why is it the best? Why should we buy your candy versus, you know, these awesome Girl Scout cookies on on the street? You have to be able to sell, and it's like (laughs) selling fine wine. I don't know the premise of um, drinking, like, or tasting what kind of grapes you use in a, a vineyard or whatever the case may be. But I do know that if the wine tastes like shit and it tastes like you just stomped on them, ew. What I'm getting at is sometimes it feels like stuff is shoved down our throats as in the quality, not quantity, quality of show. Like uh, if we're subjected to six promos, in the first 30 to 40 minutes, I can already tell you that I could just pick up a microphone, my buddy Chris, and I could just pick up a microphone and say, I can talk better. No, I can talk better. No, I can talk better. And just play past the fucking mic. But where, you know, you get to, when you get to NXT and you start watching NXT, yes, they did pick up the microphones and somewhat bored us to tears. You know, Undisputed Era always runs their mouth. But that's undisputed era. That's their that's their gimmick. That's their thing. They're supposed to be arrogant. They're supposed to be the heels that are branded as assholes, and it works. It fucking is. It's brilliant. And you have the anti undisputed, as I like to call it. You had Tyler Breeze, who just got recently added to NXT's things. You have Velveteen Dream. You have Matt Riddle as the top guys. And it's pretty cool. You know, the Street Profits, uh, the NXT Tag Team Champions, for now. For now. Um, You have, okay, you've got a plethora of Orny Lorcan and Danny Birch. Um, It may not be much to work with in the tag team division as far as main, main NXT goes, but, but. That's where NXT UK comes in. They've got a shit ton of talent that you can choose from. A shit ton of talent that you can be like, okay. They've got a tag team division. They've got a women's division. <clears throat> most of you are telling me so does AEW. Look, I watch most of it and my friends, you know, because he helped manage to get the part. He helped or he managed to get some of it, you know, stream some of it, do a pay-per-view or record it, if you will. And I said, wow, dude, that's pretty that's pretty um, innovative. You know, I hope you don't get caught. Uh, anyways, I watched the Battle Royal where if you, you're a suit of cards, you come out in that order by based on the cards rank. And to say the least, it, it was a Battle Royal, but it's unique. AEW, what they did was very, very unique And as the phone rings and ruins my fucking point I'm going to say this in closing There are reasons why you tend to watch the TV show You don't want to hear 
you know, your character becomes something or see your character become something that they're not. So then you're like, what the fuck was wrong with the writing? What the hell what the hell's wrong with this picture? You just there's a lot of questions when you're watching when we are watching Monday Night Raw or SmackDown Live, is it gonna be an A show or is it gonna be a B show? Is it gonna be the quality of a B show? Because if so, you know, we'll still watch it, report it and broadcast journalists. And I say broadcast journalists, there's some who have the journalism degree to back that claim up. But what I'm getting at is well, after Corey Gray's nonsensical banter by nonsensical or actually by his cheap imitation of Bobby the Brain Heenan, Renee Young's constantly, you know, trying to do her best to maintain professionalism. Like I said, when you're laughing at what is written for you at the broadcast booth or the broadcast table, that's not good. That's bad. Um, when you have to replace someone who wants to become an actor because they realize that's what they want to do, a.k.a. Beth Phoenix, that's fine. It's not about announcing style. It's about how you present your shit. If you don't present it well, people will just be like, okay, why bother when we have AEW? People have been chanting it, wearing T-shirts. Keep in mind, folks, their shirts on ProWrestlingTees.com. WWE is constantly having sales. If you've noticed, it's helped a lot of the merchandise sales because at regular price, plus WWE shipping, it's $6.99 for regular $11.99 for two-day ground, and three-day or you know next-day shipping is $21.99. So add that on top of your order. Unless you have money, then really it's kind of a drag. So what I'm about to tell you is this. If you want to jump shit, fine, go ahead. If you want to keep it real and watch professional wrestling instead of bitch about it, I mean, I'm guilty of bitching. I will admit. But... Suggestive bitching, which suggestively, you know, gets suggestions get thrown in. Of please have a product for us to watch. That's all I'm going to say on the matter. And NXT is a dark horse because certain fans, like the casual ones, will not appreciate it because they're like all about the main roster. That's fine, whatever, whatever floats your boat. Or because you don't have time. Again, whatever floats your boat, whatever makes you happy. I'm not going to fucking sit there and gripe at you for not watching NXT because Lord only knows you can't change people and you can't change stupid. AEW's coming, folks. And their their pay-per-view's free, which means I'm going to take the time to watch it. Because why not? I mean, you'd be... Lady Land, myself, Granny Holster would be fools not to watch their pay-per-view. Which is, you know, it's all sold out because it's sold out in 15 minutes. They're making people get on a waiting list. It's ridiculousness. It's amazing. But, you know, it's also amazing the fact that now everyone's starting to pull up the claws and do the best they can, right? So, anyways, we're going to end on that note, folks. If you didn't like what good old Brian Rails had to say, then this is me signing off for Off the Rails and says, I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. That's all, folks. Bleep, bleep, bleep. Time to sleep. Dig it. Oh,
Yeah.